0: It's the Dork Podcast.
1: It's the Dork Podcast. It's the Dork Podcast. It's the Hashtag, hashtag dork dork dork. Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keith, joined, as always, by Davey Eyeballs. He is Ray Von Day. He is promo code Ron Von D. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? Just having a hell of a time, Rich. Nice. Having a hell of a time. Like my hat. I know this is a good podcast. I, I like your. the hat. I love you your go. hat. For those of you listening to the podcast, mm-hmm. Davey is wearing uh, an Arvon D exclusive mm-hmm. uh, hat, Yeah, which uh, you don't see every day. You don't you know, see every day. Wearing it's, a hat it's almost like of their own. Yeah. Doing.
0: It's like wearing an expensive name tag. Yeah. I you like it. I mean? like, with a, like, hello, my name is like, you I like know, that but, logo. How's that know? fit? Oh, it it's nice. I mean, I yeah. have a really big head. Yeah, sure. I, I do. So, yeah. um. I measured it. I had to measure it because I was getting oh. like a fitted hat. And uh, yeah. I like it's it. not, it's 60, 60 centimeters. That is a big head. Wow. Yeah. That's like seven and three quarters. I think I'm
1: looking at some of that, uh, our D apparel though. I like the shirt. I like the hoodie there on
0: D.net champion. It's from champion. Check They're, it out. Champion's getting in. Yeah. So that's via Streamlabs. So check that. Make sure you check that out. Hey, want to
1: know what happened to me for the first time in my life? More than anything in the world, Rich. I bit my tongue. That oh, never happened on. to you before? I'm not done. Oh. While I was asleep. Huh. I woke up with a bloody tongue, and it hurt like the dickens. Did it now? And I said, yeah, because I've bitten my tongue before. Who hasn't? You know, you're enjoying, uh, you know, like a big fistful of jacks, and you're too aggressive oh, yeah. or something along those yeah. lines. You end up biting your tongue, and it, and it smarts, Brian. Oh, mm-hmm. it always does. It always smarts. I, for the first time in my life, bit my tongue whilst asleep. Whilst and I asleep. said... If I can't trust myself to not bite my tongue while I sleep, while I'm asleep, I need to stay up all the time now. I mean, you're not hurts. sleeping a lot anyway, right? It hurts. No, I'm really not. And then this week I'm doing a lot of morning shows, so there's yeah. even less sleep going on, which is good news because it's less opportunity for me to bite my own tongue. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's nice. it. Hurt like a bitch too. And know. I, yeah, and I roll over. I'm like, Katie, I think I bit my, I bit my own tongue. She's like, okay. She's like, no, I punched you in the face when you were yeah, sleeping. She's like, yeah. actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know what it comes down to is I'm a, I'm a teeth grinder. Yeah. So and I, so they're, I already, they're already on the move. You know what I mean? Yep. The, the chompers. And the mm-hmm. next thing you know, <coughs> took a chunk. Yep. I'm like, I think I bit through it. She's like, you didn't I am, bite through it. It's I'm a big
0: time teeth grinder. And when I was a kid, I'd never really bit my, it was always a uh, canker sores with me.
1: I got oh, too cankus. much citrus maybe. Yeah. Much, had all the cankers.
0: Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's what I got there. Well, that sucks, man. I'm sorry that
1: happened. I. That was the exact response I was looking for from my wife. Didn't get it. Didn't get it? It was more "Eh." paraphrasing. She was like, toughen up buttercup or something along those lines. But Uh, it hurt. It hurt a great deal. Not me. I would never say that to you. Ryan, let's get to the next portion of the program, shall we? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, we're gonna start on a uh, on a sad note, Ryan, mm-hmm. and that, of course, would be the passing of Chadwick Boseman, who, uh, after four years of battling colon cancer, just found out about that uh, la- on Friday night, yeah. and he passed away, at 43 years old, and obviously leaves behind an incredible legacy, not only as Black Panther, but some of the other roles that he had, including Jackie Robinson. He was like legit a hero to so many. And since then, you just hear more and more good things that he that he has done. Uh, we did, uh, along with Mac and Goo, we did like a little video, like a mm-hmm. YouTube uh, thing last night. If you guys haven't heard it yet or you want to, it's just on our YouTube stream. Uh, I think Mac and Goo might be posting it to their uh, podcast channel. But for us, it's just on the YouTube stream. You go check it out. But... Uh, so most of our thoughts are there, but, uh, David, this guy was
0: just, just incredible. And like you said, an incredible talent and an, in, and a better human being like, mm-hmm. and you find out and what's great about him. And I think we mentioned it last night too, is all the stuff. He never, you know, took camera crews with him to do all the stuff, going to St. Jude's doing all these wonderful things for kids. And, you know, there was, he never really knew about
1: it. And, um, no. that's talking, how you do things. Talking, you know what I mean? Two kids with cancer while you have cancer and while you're fighting that is just pretty wild stuff. Yeah. Um, so he will he will certainly be missed. And you know, we can get into down the road what happens with Black Panther 2 and everything else in mm-hmm. the MCU. But for now, man, what a what a huge loss. And that's just for a couple of guys that never met him. And right. You can, you can only yeah. imagine the people that were close in his life, right. how how awful that was. But again, check that out in our YouTube page if you want to hear more on the great Chadwick with Bozeman. There was a movie released, believe it or not, this weekend, the new mutants after five or six delays, they said, screw it. Let's just put it out. Still during a pandemic, it made $7 million. And last check, although this could have been updated. I did. This was over the weekend. I think, uh, 29% on rotten tomatoes by the critics, 53% by the audiences, uh, Forbes, the uh, reviewer of mm-hmm. Forbes, said it was the worst X-Men movie, which says a lot, because there were some dump-ass there, X-Men movies. There are some fucking stinkers in that group. Some of the worst movies ever are X-Men movies. Yeah. W- uh, Wolverine's Origin, Last Stand. Was it worse than Dark Phoenix? Apparently so. Holy smokes. Pretty- Pretty funny, Maisie Williams, who obviously played Arya Stark. Yeah, she retweeted the article from Forbes. It was like, "Sounds like I can't miss," or like, "Sounds like I must see." So like, at least she has a sense of humor about it. I think they do, too. and I honestly believe that the movie that was
0: shot is not the movie that you're seeing. This this is a Suicide Squad thing. I, I have full, probably full belief that the script that was put in front of these actors is not what you see yeah. on screen. Or it was like so hacked up and changed so many times because remember there was yeah, I believe that uh, like three months before the movie was supposed to come out like the second time they were doing right. reshoots right and it was testing like shit and it was like it was Dude, all the over
1: trailer the- looked good though I mean maybe that's oh. the same thing as Suicide Squad but it looks like it was going to be like a horror comic book movie
0: that's how it was pitched right it was oh. like an x Men horror yeah. movie which was like yeah. we were both on board for we're like all right fucking yeah let's do it yeah. and I mean, then I'll, I'll see it eventually but then I, I think the guy's name is his last name is McLeod. The guy who actually created, created the yeah, yeah. They spelled yeah. his fucking name wrong in the credits. He did say the movie sucked, I believe he did. Say, well, he yeah. did, but he did, he didn't like the movie and he's yeah. like to boot, like they spelled my name wrong. And I'm thinking like you had three years <laughs> to get the guy's yeah. fucking name. Right. Think about how many times they probably redid the end or the, uh, the credits even. Um,
1: yeah. And like, I get
0: it. It's like McCloud versus Mac cloud. Like, Come That's on, an easy right. mistake to make, but like it's also an easy thing to look up. Yeah, if you're not sure,
1: mm-hmm. I would I would say so. I would yeah. say that information is available. It Just certainly you know, is. pull out the comic book that you probably didn't read for right. writing the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh well, speaking of great movies, potentially, <laughs> we have some news on Scream Five. Uh it's going to come out January of 2022. So hold on to your socks if you're wearing any. I am not right now. I am wearing a pair of action sandals. All right. Well, I, I'm not wearing socks. <laughs> Hold on to your sandals, then. Yeah. All <laughs> uh, right. I don't know. Did you ever watch The Babysitter on Netflix? No. Kind of good. You like stupid horror? Like it was stupid uh, funny horror. But I have a problem. I'm glad you brought this up. Like, bring, bring the, the talk
0: to me about the babysitter.
1: All I was gonna say is the babysitter was pretty good. It was you know for one of these cheap horror movies like 90 minutes runs you through. I thought it was very enjoyable on Netflix, especially when you're looking for like a new type of horror movie. We've all seen the same ones over and over again, and they are coming out with a sequel called The Babysitter Killer Queen. They released a trailer. We tweeted it out at Dork Podcast on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, and this movie actually comes out September 10th, so real
0: soon. And it's uh, what's it, Samara Weaving, the girl who's in um, Hide and Seek. Was again not Hide and Seek, but what's the uh, Ready or Not? Ready or Not, yeah, I've which is also really seat, good. Which is also really good. But Bella Thorne is in it. And I wanted to segue into this. Have you uh-huh. been following this story? Of course, I
1: have. She's upsetting the OnlyFans. Not only that, like. She's putting she's putting the real the real workers out of work. Yeah. got like all this, it's bullshit. I'm she like, made, I'm
0: pissed about. I don't even I don't even subscribe to I don't have an OnlyFans account. I'm trying I, I'm to like, get. I'm pissed
1: about it. We bring it up every once in a while on Dale and Keith because I'm trying to get yeah. Shime to do an OnlyFans where he acts like a puppy, right, and gets a lot right. of money that way. Mm-hmm. Just you know, eating a raw hide, scratching yeah. himself, flea t- collar, the whole the whole nine. Dog play. I get. It, yeah. Dog stuff. Mostly dog lid, stuff. Lid for every pot. Someone's got, someone's got yes. to be into that, right? People are into that. I know. And so uh, Bella Thorne, who was like a Disney star, I believe. And then she's in a couple of these movies. I saw her yeah. in this babysitter thing. Uh, she's only like 22 years old. She also directed a porno. Not Porno, a porno. yeah. So right. So she took to OnlyFans and mm-hmm. made $1 million in 24 hours, which was yes. the most money ever for a day. And yep. she made like a total of $2 million. But I guess she was making promises that she didn't keep including like there's going to be some nudes there was right. not nudes it was like her drinking wine in lingerie in her house correct and so she
0: said pay $200 for this nude photo
1: yeah hundreds of
0: thousands of people did it or not hundreds but like tens of thousands well, of people really, did it I mean
1: for millions like, yeah, whatever and what? it
0: wasn't anything and it wasn't anything so no. What, so she made all that money in 2 days and then people started asking for their money back because right. they were clearly sold a bill
1: of goods that they didn't get. And so now Only, OnlyFans kind of panicked and they've yeah. changed so many of their rules. They've capped how much mm-hmm. you, you could tip somebody, which was a big problem for a lot of people that were making money yeah. on OnlyFans. They capped like, I think how much you could even send uh, initially or something and, like that. Like they just so like, really, yeah, they put a lot charge, of restrictions on so it. So
0: that, and what I've seen, so, anything with like online. So I don't know if people know this, but when you like it with Twitch, for example, like you get paid quarterly. Okay. So you get paid like every three months. Right. So only fans, the girl, I think the, whoever was on, I was going to say girls, but like whoever was on only fans was yeah. getting paid like by like um, the week or like bi-weekly. Yeah. Now they have to wait a month because of all the chargebacks that, because you figure, how many chargebacks did OnlyFans get because of Bella Bella she Thorne? Owned, yeah,
1: she ruined. And it. how much
0: money she cost them? And now there's all these these changes because she's a dummy. And her excuse was outrageously bad. She was like, "Well, I'm doing this research about sex, the exploitation of sex workers, and blah blah blah." And people are like, "Can you just ask? Like, why did you have to like take money?" Right. Because you know? she was
1: gonna make a movie about OnlyFans, but and like now somehow she's like, like made not. money,
0: like I made a million dollars
1: off it. Like, get the we fuck out of you. here, you idiot! Take a hike. Take a hike, but I will watch her in The Babysitter, Killer Queen. Sure. I'm going to watch that. Anyway. All right. Speaking of Netflix, Ryan, uh, they just released a tr- uh, trailer. We also tweeted this one as well. Mm-hmm. Of The Haunting of Bly Manor. Woo! Which is a uh, an offshoot of The Haunting on Hill House or of right. Hill House? On Hill House. Of. Mm. We did a standalone episode actually on sure this. Did. And so this is going to be an anthology series. Meaning that there's, you're gonna see a bunch of the same actors, mm-hmm. but it's not they're not playing the same characters. So think American Horror Story. Because right. I like saw Henry just, Thomas in yes, this so He's in it, and the yeah. young girl, the youngest girl, yes, from the family. Mm-hmm. Uh she's in it too. Now, they could down the road maybe cross over. That's what they did in the Haunting of Hill House. But I think this Bly Manor one is actually based off of like another super old book. And but it, it has the it same kind of familiar. feel. Yeah, it has it the same familiar. feel to it. Looks like there's some creepy doll action happening. You
0: had some dolls, you had some creepy noises, you had some ghosts, you had the little girls. Scary. Like, it was It was like a one-minute trailer, and it was scary. As you know, yeah. my thought, little yeah. girls and dolls. Terrifying.
1: Terrifying. Recipe for nightmares. Yep. Nightmares. You're going to have nightmares. Nightmares. Uh, should we get to the next and newest portion? Speaking of nightmares. I believe... <laughs> This is This Week in Horrible Rossi Takes. All right, Davey, you actually had an opportunity. You were the one that was telling me about this before I'd even listened. So they did a yeah. couple of episodes. Uh, of course, Rossi, uh, he and Billy D do the pop culture pile driver podcast. Mm-hmm. Started out as wrestling, now they do all kinds of stuff. Uh, they did do a SummerSlam thing, though. So if you're into wrestling, they talked about SummerSlam, but they also did Best Song of 1983. And I know you were listening to it live. I was. I was commenting you, the entire time. And you texted me saying we have some good examples or some good uh, material for this week in Horrible Rossi Takes. Yes. So which one jumped out at you the most? I have one that I think stuck out to me. So he said we brought up Prince. In the song,
0: They brought up Prince in the song 1999, which is it's a good Prince song. It's not my favorite Prince song, but it's a very good Prince song and one of the best songs that come out that year. Yeah, That did not make their final four. Okay. Right? Okay. Because, or well, one of the reasons is because Rossi said, and I quote, that the song that he did for Batman with the Vicky Vale line in it is the best Prince song.
1: I was hoping he might have been kidding on that, but I, I wasn't think sure. He, I, think I think he, he was, was you don't, it you been been don't know. It might have been a joke. Nobody was really enjoying, enjoying it, therefore maybe not a joke. Maybe not a joke. You're supposed to enjoy jokes. There's supposed to be some laughter. Right. I didn't hear any. And the thing I took the
0: most umbrage with is Mm. that the album of the year that year was Michael Jackson's Thriller, which many regard as the greatest pop album of all time, which contained, by the way, what I consider to be the greatest pop song of all time, that being Billie Jean by Michael Michael Jackson. Michael Michael Jackson. Michael Michael Jackson. (laughs) Now...
1: Named so nice, said, they
0: named him twice you My, Rossi said that he would not nominate a song by Michael Jackson because of his alleged alleged
1: Ryan come on
0: dude I, I'm using the words that I'm not saying I'm not saying Ooh. it didn't ha- I'm okay watch a documentary for me one time okay well that he's was not he, a good he's not a good dude he's not a good dude right yeah. but if we start going down that rabbit hole of people who aren't very nice dudes right yeah. Marvin Gaye Married his first cousin who was like 15 and like beat the hell out of her. Are we gonna talk about that? Well, I didn't nominate Jerry... Marvin Gaye songs. Well, Mar- Jerry Lee Lewis, same thing, married his cousin, who was like 13. I think Priscilla Presley was like 16 when Elvis married her. If we're gonna talk about people who are creepy, like we're gonna start we're gonna start circling the drain a little
1: bit. We can Michael separate
0: Jackson. okay. We can separate the what I'm saying is we can separate the artist and the music. All right. So what's right?
1: the worst take? What's his worst take there? His
0: worst take was that. He didn't want anything from Michael Jackson to make it for Song of the Year in 1983 and then nominated Come On Eileen by Dexie's Midnight Runners, which is a song about a guy named poor old Johnny Ray who sees a girl who is now grown up, who is still very young, and is trying to coerce her into, you know, what? no, I don't, uh, intercourse. Oh my God! Now, really? It's a very problematic song. Now the song was written. Uh, the guy who Dexys Midnight is the lead says Nick something, is his is his name. He wrote it about a girl that he grew up with, but the song is about a guy trying to coerce a young girl into having sex with him. Jesus H. That gets in. But Michael Jackson
1: doesn't. I I was most offended by he said uh, the song "Africa" by Toto sucks. Right. I don't think that it does not suck it's a nice song it's a good song that is song. a nice song like and song. might i add and i brought
0: this up in the chat that the house ba- the the studio band for thriller the greatest pop band of all time 90 percent of the music you hear on that album is played by the band toto not a lot of people know that they were the oh, studio that? band for that all right, and all right. the only thing eddie van halen played in beat it is the solo mm. okay so
1: that's a that's a that's not a good takes. take The music takes Sorry, I'm a right. music nerd coming out. Don't apologize don't apologize, Ryan. It's still not as good as him wanting to be an ostrich, but we, we beat that in the Ugh. ground last week. Yeah. All right, Ryan, let's get to the next uh because we have a huge topic to jour today. So by the way, next.
0: he also said in the music episode that he stuck by that, the ostrich thing. That's just being stubborn. He didn't back that. He's just being stubborn. That's just yeah. being stubborn. There's so many animals. Mm-hmm. It's time for Davies video game in game in Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, David, what do you have? Well, first, what I have is if you... This, as always, is brought to you by the good people of Wild Bill Soda. Go to wildbillsoda.com. Use the promo code Ron Von D. Look at that. The blazing black cherry. Love the blazing black cherry. Woo! They got all sorts of flavors. They got sauces. They got hot sauces. Look behind me. Look at the display behind me. Look oh, at look everything it. you need. Mm-hmm. Use the promo code Ron Von D. Get yourself some goddamn soda pop and some barbecue sauces. I will recommend the uh, the Carolina mustard sauce. Okay. will knock your socks off. That oh, stuff Oh I'm not even wearing any right? socks. Not even wearing any socks. We're in Tivas action sandals, All right. <laughs> um video yeah. game news here.
1: Yes, please. This is
0: the week that we have been talking about for some time now.
1: <sighs> because yes. this is huge. um this, this is huge. shit or get off the pot time.
0: Yeah. So we have uh, I have preloaded and ready to rock tonight as a as a early early release, but it technically comes out the 4th is Marvel's Avengers. From Crystal Dynamics. So that game is coming out. On the very same day, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remastered is coming out. We are going to be busy, busy, busy. Now, I know which way you're leaning, Rich. I am. you still
1: still skateboard? I I want to skateboard. All I want
0: to do is skateboard. And I will.
1: I want to listen to Goldfinger and skateboard. That's it.
0: I can't wait to hear that soundtrack again. You can skip the songs. You can like yeah. replay. You can set your playlist. I can't wait to see like all the old skaters and and make my own again. Like that was so much fun. Um, I'm so excited to play it. Um, I'm equally as excited to play Avengers. I think that game has a lot of potential. I just hope that they took the time. They did three betas, for Christ's sake. I hope they listen to people. Yeah. I hope they I hope they fine-tuned it. I hope it's really good. Yeah, I'm looking so. forward to the story. I'm looking forward to play Spider-Man in a different capacity. Um, the other news this week... Um, well, actually, one game that I saw, I tweeted it out. There's a game coming out called Bullets Per Minute. Oh, um, yeah. That's pretty cool. It looks like Doom... Um, it's a Norse, you play as a Valkyrie, so it has a Norse mythology kick to it, but it's like a dungeon crawler, like you unlock, like you go into a room, fight a bunch of enemies, and you like, you get loot, like that's, I love dungeon crawlers, I, I love like roguelike, yeah. but it's first person shooter, uh-huh. and the kick to this game is that you you get more points and do more damage if you shoot and reload on the beat. So there's like this awesome soundtrack playing, Oh my so like God. as the drum beats hit, you have to like shoot on beat, kind of like a baby driver yeah it's exactly what it is and it's kind of like marrying the two things that i love very much that being music and video games together so i'm actually super excited about it um uh fun fact fun arvon d fact you know how they have those iq tests online you got a 250 no i didn't but they they also do one where you can um like they play like a beat like this and then they they count down, and then they drop the beat out, and you have to hit the space bar to where you think the beat would oh, be. Oh, cool! I actually have perfect rhythm. Come on. Yeah, that's. I did it. I did it several times. You, you might want do to it. take a rhythm your, test. Uh, Twitter bio. I might perfect, perfect rhythm. I have perfect rhythm, and I scored a oh, uh, forty-eight on the Wonderlic test. So there, that is. Come but anyway,
1: on. is that um, real? You got a forty-eight
0: on the Wonderlic? I did. Come on. It's a it's a logic test. It's easy. All right. Anyway. Why didn't
1: you you should have played football in for in the Ivy League?
0: Uh, because as you know, my body is garbage. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. You got a
1: different score on your body. I was
0: telling people (laughs) I was when Joe was streaming, I was telling of all my broken bones. It is
1: not a a score for the fame part. Yeah. Injury history. Um,
0: speaking of football, so Madden 21 released this week, and they did this thing where they show it was on Twitter and someone showed. The Patriots Super Bowl celebration in Madden the last four years. It is the exact same. Oh, wow. It is, and they did it like that's pretty cool. It. It's but it, it's it's the exact same thing. Uh, that's pretty cool. So Madden 21 releases, and I'm reading this report from Fox News. So you know it's true. Yeah. That Madden 21 release falls flat with gamers as they call for the NFL to drop to drop Madden together, drop the NFL completely like EA has fucked this up so much that people are like stop making it.
1: Well, aren't they making it with uh isn't the other studio got got the yeah, ability 2K. to make 2K. Yeah, 2K yeah. There, is
0: it next year they're going to make a game? It's next year. So it's not yeah. this it's, right. it'll be next year that that's coming out. It'll be 22. That's good. They they need competition. It'll be they great. They need competition yeah. because Madden's been they've signed EA did it's this exclusive like, deal with the NFL and they have been on cruise control. My nephew mm-hmm. who's 15 who lives with me he was coming, he was telling me, like, oh, are you gonna get Madden? Can we play Madden mm-hmm. together? I'm like, bro, I haven't played a Madden game in 15 <laughs> years. Fifteen years I haven't played Madden. Because and he's like, Why? Yeah. I'm like, because it hasn't changed. Right. The game's the same. If anything, it's gotten worse. Yeah. You know? Um right. No, it ha- yeah. Like you remember what year was it where like I could be rolling out left and throw the ball like this, and the ball would go right?
1: Yeah. I forget what year that was, but yeah, I mean, I was—it's brutal. In a while.
0: like it was so broken. I'm, I'm thinking, like, the Michael Vick year was fun to play, just because it was so broken. Like Michael Vick yeah.
1: was so good, he was stupid. Yeah, we wouldn't play yeah. with him. Oh, we wouldn't play with him. He's yeah.
0: the—he's the Madden odd
1: job. Yeah. Well, there's an article I didn't even read it, but it was like, how does Lamar Jackson in this version compare to that? Yeah, there's an article out there. I didn't read it. I didn't read it. I saw the headline. That was mm-hmm. enough
0: for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all the news that's fit to fit to dance to right now. I'm so excited. For, I cannot tell. I'm excited for Marvel's yeah. Avengers. Okay. I am pumped for Tony Hawk. I'm
1: even more pumped for the topic du jour. Are you ready for the topic du jour? I thought we just did that. Well, I'm glad you asked because this week it is the documentary film Man vs. Snake The Long and Twisted Tale of Nibbler. This was a movie that came out 2015. mm -hmm. You put it on my radar. I want to say a couple years back. I think it was a pick of the podcast of yours and it might have been on netflix then or it was yeah it was it was on netflix then mm. it's not anymore but it's on tubi t-u-b-i it's free it's free. i watched it on there yeah you, you get it like you go to tubi.com if you have an xfinity box it's like one of the little video apps yeah anyways it's, it's like, preloaded on there warning there are commercials but brief it's like one but commercial not many not many not many and I this would is say a, three or four this is like a smooth 92 minutes yep you know, hour and a mm-hmm. half, you're in and out, even with the commercials, you're you're less than an hour and 40 with all the commercials, even mm-hmm. definitely less. Um, let's begin spoiler free as That's we right. do with all of our, although we're going to do just a brief spoiler free part because we told people to watch this. It's been out for mm-hmm. a while and. It may not even matter if you've seen it or not, because we're gonna we're gonna explain to you everything that happens in this. And I can't uh, wait to talk about spoilers. I can't wait to talk. About I can't wait for some of these yeah. characters. Uh, first, uh, Ryan, let me ask you: Did you like it? I fucking love it. I love this. Movie. I loved it too. Yeah, I love. I loved it. Now, again, the King of Kong mm-hmm. was and is maybe the greatest video game documentary and one of the greatest documentaries right
0: of all time. It is. It is the gold standard of video game documentaries
1: like the gold standard it's incredible it everything. and we did it you can check the archives it was like a long time ago we did that episode and I maybe even like episode twelve or something. And, and it was still one of well, my maybe re-released it or something. But and I said it would it had everything, and people were like, well, it didn't have
0: nudity. It did. Remember when Mr. Awesome was doing his pick? He had like the naked girls with him, Mr. Awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Roy Schilt. Yeah. <laughs> Roy, Roy Schilt. So the beauty of this is if you've seen the King of Kong, some of those characters mm-hmm. overlap in this, including Billy Mitchell. And Davey, you've referenced before sort of a different side of Billy Mitchell. Yeah. It's not Billy Mitchell, the gamer in this. No, he does not play Nibbler. Nope. Which we'll get to. Um Walter Day, the founder of Twin Galaxies, mm-hmm. he is a big part of this movie. Yep. Dwayne Richard, who had a very small role in The King of Kong, has a much bigger role in this movie. Yes. Um maybe another side guy or I think it was I think that's about uh, there it. were some maybe, guys the guy they they talked to, the guy yeah. with
0: the the guy with the eyes whose name I don't remember. He was in King of Kong too and I think the, guy uh, the him.
1: Oh, he was in King of Kong? He
0: was for a little bit, yeah.
1: Oh, okay. I believe you were talking about uh shoot. I think I I think but I, I you know who i done.
0: If you watch the movie, it's the guy who has two eyes, neither on. one of them is looking stop. at the camera. Stop. I'm just being I'm being honest. Like stop it.
1: All right, all right. Stop it. Stop it right now. <laughs> but so there's You're yeah, right. but anyway, there, there's there's a few other carryovers, uh, but that's sort of the that's sort of the the, the main thing you need to know. Um Prior to this film, I'd never heard of Nibbler. Yes, but you have played this game.
0: I have seen. I've never played it, but I know. I knew what it was. I okay. knew what Nibbler was. Um, and to explain it, it's the very first. Remember Snake on your phone? It's like uh, that. Yeah, yeah, but it's a set. Like think of like on a Pac Man board, but Snake. So like you eat dots, and it, as you eat dots, you get longer, and the game gets faster. Um, and, it's and the one only of the way very- you
1: die is if you bite your own tail. Or if you run it- out of time. Or you run out of time without yeah. getting all the dots. You're right, mm-hmm. and it's so it's one of those things where there's no like bad guys or like anything to get you, but you grow as you were saying. Yeah. So all of a sudden, by like, by the end of it, you're taking up almost the entire map. Right. So it's just a series of mazes, and then they go on like a loop. But there's way more than like Pac-Man. So Pac-Man's like two, right. three stages tops, and then they right. repeat them. This so they talk about way more. Yeah, and they talk about
0: kill screens in King of Kong, where they talk like Donkey Kong and Pac-Man have a kill screen. This doesn't. It just
1: keeps going. It goes forever yes. it's a marathon game
0: it's a marathon game
1: which there's it, there are there, there's not a ton of these but this isn't the only marathon game but right but there is. and they and they think they said it was the
0: first game to have nine digits for a score yeah so that was sort right. of so that was what, the whole what, thing like,
1: launch, that's like the whole mm-hmm. idea is like how do you get a billion points mm-hmm. it's the only game that even allows for that uh by the way patrick o'malley is the name of the guy yes. you're yes. thinking of um how would you compare this documentary to the king of kong If the king of kong is a hard six out of six and it's just great characters, great villain, uh, and but also to me a, a video game that we've all played. So like that might mm-hmm. that might be to me the biggest difference because I'd never played Nibbler, but they do. It's it's the same type of thing. It's the same. You have like a, a guy who's the champion, a guy who's the challenger. So like different things talking about the records, and it's similar. Again, I would probably say King of Kong is better but this is the closest thing I've seen to it.
0: Yeah, and I think what what King of Kong has going for it, like we said, I mean, this the characters are compelling. You have a clear villain, and you have a, a, a guy who's supposed to be like this underdog hero, right? Um, and their battle back and forth. That's just great storytelling. Yeah. This, its it has a little bit of that rivalry, but We'll get into it in spoilers, but it's not enough. Like, there's not enough like back and forth with the two guys or three guys rather. So, for and, me, um, without giving away too much right now, you yeah. don't hate anybody in this. No, and at like all. that, you need it. That's what I think gives yeah. King of Kong the edge. Is like you really fucking at the end of it, like
1: not only did you Billy hate Mitchell, Billy, but you hated Brian Koo so
0: and, fucking much. And Twin Galaxies, yeah, who we'll bring yes. up again their scumbags too,
1: and we'll bring that up again. Twin Galaxies is pretty shady. By the way, Steve Weeby, who was sort of the hero uh maybe not even in his own family they not they, even in his own family <laughs> they yeah. kind of shit on him but for the viewer you were rooting for steve weeby who f- was like a teacher in washington flew all the way out the fun spot for the whole thing and was trying to trying to win did you know and you probably did but 2009 steve weeby put out a contemporary christian album i did not know that the but did title? you know the what title? was it the king of song
0: come on the King of Song. Did you also know that in the movie Four Christmases, um, yes. Steve Weeby plays Reese Witherspoon's brother-in-law. He's actually the husband of Kristen Chenoweth in the movie. That's Steve Weeby. Is it really? Yeah. Good for him.
1: He has no lines in the movie, but you see him. Like, Doesn't constantly. need any. Doesn't yeah. need any. Good for him. The other thing, I would so I would compare it to uh, King of Kong. I would also compare it to Christopher Guest movies. Because there are a few scenes in this that might even be too fake for Christopher Guest. Oh, Like, mainly the Walter Day stuff. The Walter Day stuff is just ripped from a Christopher Guest movie where you're like, this has nothing to do with the
0: fucking video game. I'm so glad you brought that up because my favorite scene in this movie has to do with Walter Day.
1: It's incredible. I know exactly which one you're talking about. You know exactly which one I'm talking about. It's so good. good. All right, what would you give a score for this? Five. Hard five. No, I'm, I'm right there with you. Yep. Rock hard five. Obviously room for improvement, but I've seen way, way, way worse documentaries. And I actually liked it more, uh, in repeat viewings. Yeah. I watched it again. After a couple of years, I watched it again. And then I actually watched it twice. Uh, I watched it Friday and Sunday <laughs> did, or whatever I did too. I watched yeah. it, um, after the, not to bring it back to that, but after the Bozeman
0: news, and I knew we were doing this, I watched it to make myself feel better. Yeah. And then I watched it again today. Yeah. Um, and like you said, it has that Christopher Guest thing where, like, you oh you hear things again. Like, you every time you watch it, you get something different. Like, so good. Yeah, we'll get into all that stuff. Like, so good. Best scenes, worst scenes, all that stuff. Yeah.
1: So uh, we'll get into spoilers now. And basically, this whole thing is set up in a way where they introduce you to Nibbler, and they're talking about in Iowa. There's like the Twin Galaxies is just getting launched up, and everybody's playing video games, and they have a Nibbler machine, which they know is not very popular around the world. Most arcades don't have Nibbler, mm-hmm. but the ones that do, what stands out about it is like you could put in a quarter and you could play for hours and forever. hours and yep. hours and hours and hours and you could play forever. And so what's amazing is they they set up the beginning of this documentary with a quote from an Olympic gold medal marathoner, Emil Zátopek, who says, "Quote <laughs> It's at the borders of pain and suffering that the men are separated from the boys. Valerie Borchin. Cut to, it might as well be, cut to <laughs> an Iron Man competition or what they call it, not the real Iron Man, but yeah. Iron Man. And it says uh, 2011 Iron Man. And there's a, gr- a prayer circle going on <laughs> as they're getting set to go out there and get the billion points. But that's really what it comes down to because there was a challenge back in the 80s where it was, uh whoever gets to a billion points would win a Nibbler machine which after
0: <laughs> after you've played Nibbler for 37 45 yeah. hours that's the last goddamn thing yeah, I want. That's the the thing
1: about this is this is a game that if you want the high score you have to be awake a minimum minimum a day and a half. Mm-hmm. Like a full day and a night and a half. What is the longest hours? What is your longest? <sighs> Longest
0: playing video games, Rich. Playing video games, Probably Clean it up. Six and a half minutes. Six and a half. <laughs> <laughs> like real, like once counting in- from insertion. when insertion. No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I count yeah. it from when the lights go out. <laughs> <laughs> so ten. So more close. I'm than 10. saying ten minutes. I'm saying ten. I don't know if I would get a cosign on that. <laughs> My New Year's resolution <laughs> not going as well as anticipated. <laughs> great callback. Great call. Great call. It's, it's not about effort. It's not. <laughs> it's not like I'm trying. Trying. It's not. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to throw the game. <laughs> what's my longest? What You're you gonna get a straight answer with what's <laughs> I mean, <once> your longest? <laughs>
0: I think I've played video games straight for 30 hours. That's my that's the longest I've ever done. Fuck, are you
1: serious? Uh, Thirty straight hours. mm -hmm. I've never done that. It was
0: from I think it was from like eight o'clock at night to like midnight the next day. Like obviously you take bathroom breaks and stuff, and like you
1: you eat while you're playing, but like 30 hours. But like without even like sleeping. Oh, I'm I'm nowhere near that. It would probably be like eight. Something like that when I was
0: younger. When 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 uh Half-Life mods came out and people made the first counter strike, that fucked me up, man. That was the summer going into my senior year of high school. That fucked me up. Like I yeah. yeah. I was not on a regular and then same thing with Timothy. I've never like like, a
1: whole day after I've never like not slept. Like maybe I'd go to bed at like three or whatever, but I've never done like a whole thing like that. And it's funny, like the things they talk about in this, like what happens to you when you don't sleep. Like
0: yeah. that shit's real. Like I can I can speak a little bit about that, but I I will wait till spoilers to get to that.
1: Well that's that's what's crazy. So this is a thing where if you want the billion points, like you are setting it up for it's 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 next level. Like yes, there's obviously skill involved, but there's also just the willingness to yeah. be like I am going to be awake for this long and mm-hmm. committed to it for for this long. Yep. Um but it was also crazy as they get into like all the different issues with the game, and it's like, and like trying to achieve a game like, like, oh yeah, sometimes like the like the joystick like stops working. Sometimes like a kid will like unplug it. Sometimes like you'll get hurt. Like there's just like a million different things that could be pro- wrong with the game. And what was the guy who who
0: originally St- Asaki or something like that? Tomasaki. Tomasaki had the, and then he was playing
1: at Twin Galaxies, and someone like kicked the kicked the plug yeah. out. Kicked the plug out, and then he had like yeah. an elbow injury. But so, Tomasaki yeah. was like a, a really good video gamer in the '80s. So, again, in the '80s, yeah. and they get into this in King and Kong as well. Like Twin Galaxies, as shady as they are at times, you got to give them credit. They were ahead of the game as far as competitive gaming. Yeah. And like Billy Mitchell talks about, even in this documentary, and again, he's he's like a third party in this. Like he's he yeah. knows the players, but he doesn't fuck around with Nibbler. He's like, I got no use for Nibbler. No. And he, I he think actually he, said, he, he had yeah. a good line. Go ahead.
0: He said it was the second you put the quarter in, you want to be anywhere but in front of it. Like you just he's- don't.
1: He's like the one noise of, that it makes or whatever. Or he's go, like, rah, just, rah, rah. Yeah, and you he's hear like, it the whole time. He's like, "Have I played? Probably." But he's like, "But you just you don't want <laughs> yeah. to." Yeah. But it's one of those things where, um, so Thomas saw. Oh, anyway, Twin Galaxy is kind mm-hmm. of ahead of the time when it came to uh, competitive gaming. And Billy Mitchell references how, like, back then, like in the '80s, you were playing. Maybe you thought you were good at a game, but you had no way of comparing it. No. He's like, you could even call the the manufacturer of the game and like, what's the high score? And they're like, oh, high score. So Twin Galaxies, at least put that on the map. And so Tomasaki Mm -hmm. was this champion. He'd never reached a billion points, but he was the highest like recorded score. Yes. So he was playing. He's not from Iowa, but he was playing in Iowa at Twin Galaxies, and he's playing. And so enter the star of the movie. Yes. Tim McVeigh. Timothy McVeigh. Timothy McVeigh. And they're very clear when they introduce Mm -hmm. him. Not that Timothy McVeigh. Not that Tim McVeigh. <laughs> yeah. A kid who's from Iowa, so he's like yep. a hometown kid, just like a classic, like just you know Joey Bag of Donuts. Yep. And he shows up, and he's 16 years old, and he sees the gr- the group watching Tomasaki, mm-hmm. and he looks at him, and he's like, "What's what's going on here?" And they're like, "Oh, they're playing nibbler, and like this guy's the best at it." And he's and and mcveigh even says he's like i looked at him I'm like oh, it doesn't matter what he gets like i'll just i'll wipe the score off when, when, I, when it's my turn he's like i never even played but he was just like talking shit yeah but then he became obsessed with it and then he got good at it and then that's when the creators of nibbler put forth that challenge yep. i think along with twin galaxies and it was like whoever gets to a, like a billion points will be able to get the console this giant console to this bring to giant fucking cabinet
0: like to put in their house like and so that's no it so, that.
1: so the first challenge it's really like a series of challenges in this mm-hmm. movie and the first one is mcveigh versus asaki and they do like a cartoon version because obviously it's in the 80s they don't have any footage of it really they have some pictures from like the paper and yeah. shit. but the but, cartoons in this in this movie are legit like they're kind of cool they're good oh they're like yeah. billy dee's yeah they're great they're, they're great so mcveigh uh gets them billion points mm-hmm. he Played for like 40 hours, maybe 36 to 40 hours. 36 to 40 hours. They name a day after him. There's Tim McVay day, and they give him a key to the city. They're like calling the newspaper. Yeah, just at Nowhere Iowa. Yeah. However, you find out many years later, like 20-something years later, Mm -hmm. that just after that time, there may have been somebody else to break that record. Not only get a billion points, but break Tim's record. By the way, Tim got the billion points and left. He still had guys remaining on the board, but he was like, I was fried. So he, anybody, he just left. He wouldn't talk to anybody left. He one of the billion points. So then here comes Enrico Zanetti from Italy, who yep. said he got a video game magazine and saw what the high score was in Nibbler. And then just like played, 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 and then had the high score, but it wasn't recognized by twin galaxies. And this is where we diverge from King of Kong because
0: Enrico Zanetti, like for as good a video game player as he was, you were you could tell the filmmakers were trying to get a little bit out of him, like to be pissed off that like
1: his and he just didn't he just fucking didn't care he just well he would moved on in his life he's don't give shit he's doing good things he's like yeah when I was a kid oh yeah that I played that game for hours and hours and hours and he's like you know. They didn't recognize the score, there's even a quote like, from Walter Day. He's like, Well, yeah. as far as I know, he's not like petitioning Twin Galaxies to get the record. Yeah, he's, he's, like, like, he's like, I know I did. And he's like such a normal family dude. When it, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's the most normal guy in the whole thing. Yeah. And he's just like, I know
0: I did it. Like, there's people yeah. here I can talk to that said <laughs> I did it. It was in the newspaper. Like, I don't need fucking <laughs> Twin Galaxies. Yeah. But that, we're getting a little spoiler. Do we get into spoilers yet? We're in spoilers. Yeah, oh, we're, we're spoilers. in spoilers. All right. So, yeah. So this is where it kind of because you want that guy to be pissed off and you want that guy to go back at Tim McVeigh. And he just doesn't. He just he never like, even plays again. No, he's like oh, fucking. He's like a second degree, third degree black belt. Yeah. Oh, he's boxing, like in great a great shape. Like he's yeah. just
1: like yeah. He does. Did, he didn't look like a guy who even plays video games. Mm-hmm. Oh, one of my favorite parts I forgot to mention was the they actually did have some footage, uh, not of the actual gameplay from 1983 when Tim McVeigh yeah. set the record when he was 16, but they were interviewing people outside. And you remember the one kid? He seemed kind of stoned. He actually looked like Sean Penn. Yeah. And he goes, he did that. He got a billion points on Nibbler. What the fuck is Nibbler? That
0: I knew because that's right at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he
1: was so amped up. He's
0: like, "No he way! He got a billion points. What the fuck is Nibbler?" <laughs> like, I was like, "This movie's gonna be this movie's gonna be awesome." But, but that's um,
1: the whole point, though. It's like yeah. you hear billion points. That's crazy because there are no games that go to a billion points. Right, yeah, and then you're just like, oh, somebody has like the record. You're like, okay, that's kind of cool, but nobody knows what Nibbler is. And there's a point where Tim McVeigh even talks about, like, he just wants Nibbler to get some respect. Hilarious! It's the Hilarious. dumb. Oh, he's yeah. like almost in tears, and yeah. he's like punching stuff. And you're like, I think he, he had just played at that point. Oh, the he, other thing he they just talk about got done. Yeah, they they talk about uh, and they have like a cool graphic for it. They're like video gamers. They'll compare like the like the Pac Man record to like Mount Everest, right? And then you're like, oh, actually K two, like you want to climb K two? They're like, so that's like Donkey Kong.
0: Yeah, it's not as it's not as high, but it's equally it's as
1: challenging. Right. Like, yeah. And they're like, okay. And then they're like, think of like a much, much, much lesser known mountain, and you need to like climb it in a weird way. That's nibbler. That's nibbler. <laughs> so like, it's a
0: very like we like to use the word niche niche game here. It's a very niche game where like n- not a lot of people know what it is. It's basically snake. It's it takes like the game snake and Pac-Man that's Nibbler. Yeah. Um, A game. And I think, you know, uh Billy the Mitchell, like, you play it for 20 minutes and then you're like, this isn't fun anymore. I don't but like
1: how challenging is it? Like, do you, do you think anybody who stays up for 40 hours, could get like a huge high score, or do you think there's also skill? T- it's like skill and an endurance. I think it's pattern recognition because
0: there's only there's only so many boards. Like I if think you watch
1: 35 it, maybe it's
0: 35 so boards. So it's my pattern God. recognition. So like you said, I don't think the challenge itself is the game. It's the
1: staying up. Cause it's crazy because at some point, because like the, the the better you do, like you get like free guys. Yeah. And they talk about how what you do to beat this game or to get a billion points mm-hmm. is you have to bank guys. So yeah. at some points, Tim McVeigh has like 122 lives. Mm-hmm. He's like, but then you go take a bathroom break because what the thing does is it just circles the map. So you're not yeah. gaining any points, but you don't die until the time goes down. Yeah. So he's like, Oh yeah, you can go do whatever you want. for like, like 20 minutes, take a 20 minute break, come back. and like, yeah. you're still in it. You know, like it's just so weird. Like there's no, there's no games like that. There's none. And they, I don't think they would make games like that because no. I was
0: watching something with, uh, as an aside, like at some point, like video games in the arcade started making less and less money because kids started getting better and better at them. So, so there yeah. or they would be like it's too hard. Yeah. So that's when games started getting modded and all that stuff. But um, this game, you could potentially, like you said, put in a quarter and play it for fifty hours over a day, like till they close. Yeah. It, it, you, oh, for sure. To the As you say, to the cows come home,
1: dude. The other, the other thing I meant to mention, the, the original uh, Tim McVeigh versus Tomasaki mm-hmm. is interviewing years later they're interviewing Walter Day again the, the founder of Twin Galaxies and Walter says with a straight face and everything he says by the way is with a straight face Dead He's fucking very serious. serious Yeah, he says Tom might have been better suited for the fame because he's good looking and he's smoother the fame better better suited for the fame now, he I'm also refers you to Nibbler yeah.
0: as a harsh mistress a harsh mistress now <laughs> let's talk about Tim McVeigh if you said to me, close your eyes, close your eyes, and I want you to picture a guy no. who has been playing video games mm-hmm. for 40 years. Yeah. Right? Yep. Um, in a Iowa, and he has been a competitive gamer for 40 years. What does that person look like? I'll tell you. I'll
1: he tell you looks, exactly what he looks like. What does he look like? Bam Margera's dad, Phil, with long hair. With long with a mullet. He looks with like Th- he's Phil Margera with
0: a mullet. And rides in rides a BMX a bike. BMX bike everywhere and and wears sweatsuits. Not like a sweatshirt no. and sweatpants. He wears sweatsuits.
1: Sweatsuits. Yep. And and he wears pajama pants to work. He also has the entire collection of the TV show Alf on display at his house. Did you see his bookshelves? I didn't see his bookshelf, but I did see Alf. all the Jeff Gordon memorabilia. He was
0: a big Jeff big Gordon. NASCAR fan guy. Yep, big NASCAR guy. Yep, yeah. big, 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 big NASCAR guy. And we'll loves guitar into- hero. Loves I love Guitar Hero. I who doesn't mean, like I, Guitar Hero? I love Guitar Hero. Um, and Rock Band, and all those games, but, all those things. You know, um, Jesus so, Christ, like this is a guy who you like something you think of like a troll that crawls out of their mother's basement. Yeah, that's exactly what Timothy McVeigh
1: looks like. Like it you is. said, Phil Margera, Phil with Margera with a mullet. Yeah, and then his wife, Tina McVeigh, mm-hmm. sweetheart of a lady, sweetheart. A little bit really of is. freak.
0: It's something I watched in the second run through that you say you notice things. Tongue ring.
1: I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Tina McVeigh. Okay, girl. Yeah. <laughs> working. So I thought there was a time. We're, we're jumping around a little bit, but that's fine. With, there was a part where I thought it was about to get real dark. Yeah. So he's playing the game at his house, right? Yeah. I don't know if this is the same thing you're thinking of. No, it is. It is. It has to be. So he's playing the game at his house. He has a few runs at it as he's trying to get like a billion points again. Actually, he's trying to regain the record at this point. So he's right. at his house. He has the machine at his house. He's playing. He's playing. He's getting frustrated. He's getting frustrated. He asks his wife Tina for like a dollar bill or a five dollar oh, bill. Oh no, I'm thinking of something else. Yeah. You're thinking of something else, but yeah. like it, it quickly like goes away in your mind. But like for like ten seconds, he's like, give me like a, give me like a dollar bill. Give me like, like a, a five dollar bill. Like something. Yeah and she goes no tim i thought he was going to bump a whole bunch of coke i did but too he actually needed the dollar to like clean out the control the, con- like, the contact cuz yeah. the game was like slowing down or something but the way she said oh no tim i thought he was going to like do rails of cocaine and then get back on the nibbler and i was gonna well, be, like mm, cheating <laughs> you wouldn't be too far off because if you watch the movie
0: again and pay attention to what Tim McVeigh is eating and consuming as he's playing Nibbler, it is atrocious. He is how many eating- monsters?
1: Monster yeah, and he's drink. just like,
0: Not every time monster. you see him, he's got like a monster right. or like a rock star in his hand. That's he why I was like, Tina.
1: That's why I know yeah. Tina's ride or die, because he'd been playing for like 35 hours and she's like. Do you want your last monster? Like, she's like feeding the monsters. Like, she wanted that record, I think, more than he did. And at one point he says he's talking to Billy Mitchell on the phone because Billy's
0: trying to encourage him to keep going. And he's like, He's like, and Billy's like, Have you eaten anything? Are, are you eating? And he's like, Oh, I had a McGriddles this morning. And like, he you listed off like all this food, and you're like, Fucking he's no, I had a six inch sub, and then I had a McGriddles, and then they bring him like this like gnarly French bread pizza that's Ugh. his favorite. So he's just like smashing food and, and drinking he's talking about drinks. how he's like
1: he's like I think I know how like Michael Jordan feels. He's like I like, don't know no. how to athletes do it. <laughs> they don't they don't do it that way. Ah, uh, like Jesus Christ. So going back to the series of yeah. events, it's McVeigh versus uh, Tomasaki. Then it's like the uh, you find out about Enrico, mm-hmm. and then so even though Twin Galaxies hasn't recognized it, Tim's like, well, that probably is the it. real score, yeah. mm-hmm. and then. Here we go. This is the best part of the whole goddamn movie is Tim's like, you know, nobody's really playing Nibbler anymore. He's like, the only guy I even know that's like dabbling in it is Dwayne Richard. Enter fucking the, Dwayne Richard. The fucking bad boy of video gaming. This guy, as a young kid, was one of these like wonder wonderkins Yep, and he's from Canada. He is, I would say still to this day, the best arcade player in the world. I would agree. He is is good. He is is good to great to the best at every single game. A lot of these guys sort of have two, three, four games, and they're Mm -hmm. all kind of like ballpark the same ones. Like, I'm good at Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, and Donkey Kong Jr. This guy can go in there, and he's probably the best player in any arcade he goes to. He has a ton of world records. He has a ton of top two, top three, top four, top five finishes. And he if you want a comparison, looks now just like Jonathan Davis, the lead singer of Korn?
0: I would say, how I would describe Dwayne Richard. First of all, I everyone who played in arcades growing up, Dream Machine and Fun and Fun World in Nashville, New Hampshire, um, everyone knows this kid. Mine was Chris Sampson. Chris Sampson, you could put him on any game and he would play. I hope he's listening right now. Best arcade video game player I've ever seen. What up, Chris? Yeah. Um, and if we describe Timothy McVeigh, if ADHD was a person, it would be Dwayne Richard.
1: He's, I think, hilarious. I love him. He's my favorite character in either movie. Oh. He and so he has a very small role in mm-hmm. uh, King of Kong because he, at that point, I think was already like the Twin Galaxies World Arcade Champion. Yeah. So they brought him to Fun Spot, and, and yeah, he says in an
0: interview that he was the guy who was supposed to go to Steve Weeby's house, because he's from Edmonton, so he's actually pretty close to him. Oh. And he was the guy who was supposed to go, but couldn't.
1: So that's he when also... they send
0: Mirchak and the other sh- schlub.
1: And you remember how everybody was shitting on Weeby? Obviously, it's like the yeah. m- whole movie. Like, you know, Walter Day doesn't really want him to win, and, and Brian Koo hates him because he loves Billy. Uh, if I remember correctly... Dwayne Richard was actually the one kind of giving him a little bit of support, like for coming out the fun spot and for doing like, you know, you kind of legitimize yourself by doing this. And like, he actually was like in his corner. Mm -hmm. Now, one thing about Dwayne Richard, this guy, and I don't know if you've seen these or not, Ryan, I have not two quote unquote documentaries attributed to him. One is called the King of con C O N. Mm -hmm. the other is the perfect fraud, man, both apparently are just vicious takedowns of Billy Mitchell to the point where Billy Mitchell had them removed from YouTube, although I think you can find them on YouTube right now, mm-hmm. and he also sued Dwayne Richard for defamation. I think Bill, uh, he was insinuating that he knows people and he knows himself that, that Billy Mitchell, maybe not as good as video games as Billy Mitchell claims to be or as the Twin Galaxy claims to be. The other thing I'll say about these documentary films, mm-hmm. they look like they are shot on a potato and they are edited by like a third grader. Like they're, they're not movies. They're not like this. They're not like King yeah. of Kong, but it's just information. I tried watching one the other night. It was two and a half hours long. I was like, maybe later, it may, maybe we'll I get think into the perfect fraud man. And so there's also a guy <clears throat> in this movie, uh man vs snake who they talk to for like a second when they're talking about like, Hey, does Dwayne Richard know anything about computers? Remember that guy? And he's yeah, like, yeah. does Dwayne yeah. know anything about computers? Yes, he does. Yes, that he does. guy's in these movies with him, yeah. talking about because he's also like a uh, Pac Man champion, that guy. Right. So, what happens anyway, eventually, as you said, like, so, so what happens eventually I'm is just Dwayne so excited Richard- about Dwayne Richard. And by the way, I'm going to, I'm, tr- I'm going to try my damnedest to get him on. We're the trying podcast. to get him because yeah. I would love to talk to this guy and yes. like get
0: his, I want to hear it. I want to interview this guy. I have Mm -hmm. so many questions. I would love to ask him. So they go head to head at this thing called Magfest, which is like this, like
1: it's the new England, new
0: England comic con. (laughs) Yes. Of our, of video games, of video game cons. Um, it's in a hotel. It's in like the ballroom of of, like some shit hotel in Virginia. Right. Uh Um, and they're going to go head to head and they're going to try to get the high score of nibbler. They're going to try to roll the score as they say to a billion points. And they're doing it at the same time. Yes. Um, at which point, they're like literally halfway through it, and Dwayne starts freaking out and starts smacking the machine. And the guy, the, the guy who has built the machines, was like, "I told you the the board isn't built, isn't <laughs> bolted to the thing. If you yeah, that poor guy." In-
1: by the way, yeah. they didn't have the nibbler machines like hours before the event. And that was like the big to do. with like these the two guys thing. going up against them. They couldn't yeah. find it. So they had to like mm-hmm. build these boards, which is also a little bit shady how it was going down. But they had just met for the first time. They had talked on the phone, Tim McVeigh and Dwayne Richard. Yeah. They had just met at MagFest, which also was the first time Tim McVeigh had ever been on a plane. So he was worried about going through with security as Timothy Tim McVeigh. And for the last 23 years of his life, he said he slept on a waterbed, which. And therefore, it was going to be really difficult for him to sleep in the hotel. This guy's like 400 pounds. He's enormous. Like, How do you sleep on a water? And and if you look at it, it's like a fucking
0: full size. It's not even like a king. It's not even like a a queen. It's like a little. So this
1: him and his wife both sleep in that water bed, you think? I guess. I mean, there's got to be like he's got to go in and like bounce. It's got to be one of those like blob situations where he like. So they go in there. And what's also kind of gives you a little bit of a red flag because there is some controversy around this. Yes. So what happens is they go in there and they're playing the game. They're going to do like a little warm up and then they were going to get started. So Tim McVeigh purposely dies and he's like, all right, I'm getting ready to start the game. He goes over and Dwayne Richards still playing. And Dwayne goes, I've actually had a hard time getting my game going. I'm just going to go with this. Like he's already at like 13 million points. He's like, I'm just going to keep this going. So Tim's pissed off about it. And it also kind of calls a little bit into question what the hell was going on. Eventually, uh, as you said, Dwayne's game freezes mm-hmm. and then it's just frozen. and he's like, "Fuck it, like I guess I got I gotta come back again." One of the craziest scenes in this whole thing is Tim's playing. you can tell he's getting kind of frustrated, getting kind of tired. He's also yeah. still pissed that like Dwayne's not even playing anymore, right. And so it's the whole thing him. is they're supposed to play together and now right. he's not playing with him yeah, and now he's not there. And so people are in and out and it's just not as good. So Walter Day gets on the phone with Billy Mitchell on a Motorola and, razor in two thousand and fifteen or two thousand and twelve or whatever. yeah with low battery Mm -hmm. he's in a ballroom he can't hear him he just keeps going back to him he's like billy you got to talk to him and billy and billy's like i can't really hear you walter what do you mean (laughs) no the phone's good billy there it's just it's the most like cringe inducing conversation and then by the time he's gonna he's like i don't know like tim just needs words of encouragement and then by the time he goes to give him the phone Tim had already quit and left at this point And by the yeah. way, he had six hundred and forty-eight million points when he left, so he so was that, a ways it, away. More than half. Significant amount. A ways away. And he says,
0: "Like I'm not gonna. It's not gonna happen." And like, Tina's I'm not like wiping
1: it. her tears away. She's or, crying. She
0: cries as much as Steve Weeby. She cries. He cries a good three amount. quarters of the movie. She cries yeah. a good amount. And she says how she how
1: proud of him she is. And he's like, "You just fucking sat there like a lump." <laughs> right. Like. So Ryan, fast yeah. forward. So, MAGFest comes and goes, and it's a bust. Obviously, Tim quit. Dwayne Richards, uh, his game froze. Fast forward, uh, I don't know how many months later, Dwayne Richard playing at his house, mm-hmm. gets a billion points and breaks both Tim McVay's and Enrico's records. And he right. is now the Nibbler champion. And, and he, he yeah. says he did it in 35 hours.
0: What? Uh, so, seems a little yeah. impossible. And you get to see... Dwayne Richards' mother, who might be
1: the most Canadian person I've ever heard speak. Oh my god, that is like you're like is that? I guess it's Uh, it's like she's speaking English, but it's just the the French accent on top of it. It Yeah, it's like
0: Edmonton, like deep Edmonton, like Alberta
1: slang. Like so, what happened here? Because they what they do is they they show the footage of uh, Dwayne's game Mm -hmm. and Tim's game. And Dwayne's game is going faster. Like it, his his snake is reloading quicker yeah. after like different levels of the board, and everything's a little bit quicker, which means you're not gonna your your marathon won't take as long. Right. But the question is, did Dwayne Richard do this on purpose or is this some sort of glitch in the game? What do you think? <sighs> they took it to a couple of places. They could they took it to a couple of technicians. Mm-hmm. I do think Dwayne would know how to do it. And I think he's smart. He says he even fixes arcade games. So he would know how to do it. He also... It is a little shady that he didn't want to start at the exact same time as Tim. Mm -hmm. Because you'd be able to see it on the big screen. Right. But once they brought that evidence to him, he was just like, yeah, something's up. Just take my name off the leaderboard. Yeah. So now I'm like, wouldn't he have just fought it and been like, what are you talking about? Well, I think... His saving grace, too, and they go,
0: they actually go to the guys who built these circuit boards and right. they're like, What is it? And they go through all the code. He didn't change any of the code. No. And like, they're like, There's nothing, no such thing as like code errors. Like, the code's there, or it isn't. Like, the game wouldn't run. So basically, what happened was there's a microprocessor on there that has 40 prongs, yep. and one of those prongs malfunctioned, causing the game to go faster. He's a smart guy who works on games. I don't think he could have picked out that specific thing to make that happen. Like I really don't think and yeah, I think he bought,
1: my my yeah. gut told me Dwayne Richard would not have cheated in that environment cuz you no. already know you're going to be playing It's not like he's Rosie Ruiz and cut the end. He still played for 35 hours. I fucking forgot about Rosie Ruiz. Ruiz That was an
0: amazing story.
1: Cheated in the Boston Marathon. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going to play for 35 hours, why not play for 40? It's not like he played for 10. But I
0: mean, think Walter Day, the one thing he does say that makes sense, he's like, that's a long time. Like, that makes a ton of difference. If you can finish
1: That's true. Your last five hours, hours, you're probably a mess. Yeah, it was like five or six hours. That was like But he's also the champion on so many games that I'm just like, he's probably really good at it. I don't think he wanted he the guy seems nuts. And I think if his game didn't freeze, he would have just played with Tim side by side the whole time. Like I I don't I don't think that he cheated. And those guys, uh Right. Who who they like they pull the board apart and they're looking at it and they're like, yeah, this one part malfunctioned. And rather than like the game just crashing, the game just goes a little bit faster. Like twice. Which as is fast. like it's like a free. But the game's thing. still slow anyway. Right. <clears throat> it's a slow plotting
0: game. Um and shit, what was I gonna say? I mean, what what makes it like you said, I think that's one of Dwayne Richards' scores. That's uh, one of many, right? Yeah. And that's Tim McVay's thing. So I think in his if me, I would be like. Dude, like, let him. Yeah, you're have good. It. Like, I have, like, all these other records and all these other games. Like, just. So you know what
1: down, I just... don't like about uh, Twin Galaxies? I don't know if oh, I get <laughs> to this point. Well, gonna, there's no, a lot. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. But one thing before I forget is I don't like, they just take, like, your best score. So, say, like, you have a million points right. and you have a million five points. Mm-hmm. Your million five points would be on the leaderboard, but your million points wouldn't be. Right. So, if you look at their thing
0: right now, Tim McVeigh is still the record holder for Nibbler.
1: We'll get to that. Yeah, because there's there's some discussion on that, but
0: there's that's his only score, so
1: it's, right. he could potentially have the top five scores. He should have, he should yeah. be like five of the top ten. Easy yeah. should be should be Tim McVay. Mm-hmm. So now Tim's trying to start it, and like so he was gonna try to beat um, Dwayne Richard, but then even when Dwayne richard got wiped off, he's like, well, there's still Enrico score out there, so like right. he he goes to keep playing. So now he's trying at home. And another one of these ridiculous, like, Christopher Guest type scenes happens when a buddy of his shows up to his house and just starts talking about how good the milk (laughs) at the end of cereal is. Remember this thing? That was fucking incredible. They let him him just, like, ramble on. He's like, you know, like, the best part of cereal is the milk. Like, at the end, after the cereals, that is the milk. Why don't they sell that? Why don't they just have, you know, like cocoa pebbles or Fruit Loops, but just the milk, and then you go in the store and you buy it? I'd buy that. I'd buy that. I'd drink it right now. And you're like, yeah, that's oh your idea. God. Of course, you'd buy it. But we so like, like a... going for like five minutes talking about cereal milk. Oh, is the, I just, like I, that's a great idea. Like, let, that sounded yeah, that's like, like, a a creamer, idea. like a Kramer, like a Kramer in Seinfeld. I know, idea. But like, like the, do you think he saw the documentary cameras and just thought they were like Shark Tank? Or like, he's like, these guys have money. They have cameras and a microphone. I'm going to pitch it to him. I'm going to pitch it. I've been sitting on the cereal milk idea forever. And they're like, go but ahead. Then,
0: dude. so then my favorite part of the movie happens hmm. where Tim McVeighs trying to set this record at home, right? He starts talking to Billy Mitchell and Billy's like, where's Walter? Cause Walter is in Iowa. He's right there. Like Walter should be there to be there in person to see you do this. Right. Cut to Walter day. He tells the most ridiculous fucking story as to why he's not there. It's amazing. It starts off with him saying that in 1968, he lived in California and he could bench press
1: 315 pounds. I was 19 years old, very robust, could bench press 310 pounds. He says, even some of the girls came up to me and said, Walter,
0: we just want to let you know that all the girls think you have the, was like the best, the hottest bod on the beach. (laughs) Cut to him talking about how he then got into drugs in hate Ashbury scene. Like the, you know, San Francisco, like that whole scene. Super. Yep. Then he gets into transcendental meditation, which takes him throughout his whole life. How he talks about how it uh, like fixed his nervous system and how uh, like he's lived this life in India. Where'd he go? So then, so then he starts talking about how he started doing this thing called Pancha karma, where they, they rub you down with these all these lotions. It's in India, I and mean, they do these massages, and they give you these enemas, and they make, it's supposed to be like this great spiritual thing. And then on the way home on the plane, I got the flu, so that's why I can't go. That was like, unbelievable. That is the most mind blowing, this mind numbing fucking story I've ever heard in my life. That and was it's laugh biggest, out
1: loud funny. That was the biggest Christopher Guest role. That would have been a Christopher Guest thing, and you would have thought it was too outrageous. Like. They said, hey, Walter, we just want to tell you you have the hottest bod on the beach.
0: Like, why didn't you go see Tim score that Nibbler thing? Well, in 1968 during the, and I was living on the beach and blah, blah, Like, what the fuck are
1: you talking about? And then he goes, Yeah, oh, but if I feel better, maybe I'll go over there.
0: Yeah, he, that's how he, he ends didn't. it. He's like, if I feel better, maybe I'll go.
1: He didn't. And so Tim um, doesn't get it. He gets really close. 945 million. Right. And at one point there's a line. If you, you you if you blink, you'll miss it.
0: His wife says to him, Tina says to him, Can I get you anything? And his response is a gun. A gun. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, and so she fuck? got him a gun. She did and not. She didn't not get him a gun. Ended.
1: She thought uh, he was gonna do blow off the off the new thought machine. he was gonna <laughs> bump rails. So then he then she's like, she got <laughs> He like storms off, punches something. There are oh, people yeah. sitting there. They're all kind of shook. The dogs are barking. And then, then she's like, Tim, do you want to enter your name in? <laughs> he comes back, and he types in S-U-X. Sucks. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so this is all. So, again, so uh, now they go to do it again. And mm-hmm. this time, Tim, on Christmas. On Christmas. Nobody goes to the house. So it's just him and Tina, Mm -hmm. and he gets the record. He now now has the record. Um, But what also happens is, and this is also enter where Twin Galaxies sucks. Yes. Now that Tim has the record, they're like, you know what? There's enough evidence that Enrico in 1984 also had a billion points. It wasn't as many as Tim has but we're going to recognize Enrico now after the fact. And so they waited until Tim McVeigh
0: broke Enrico's record to recognize Enrico's score. Unbelievable. If I were Enrico and he was so gracious about it, he was so nice about it. And he's like, it's nice to know that like, Mm -hmm. I did have this record for so long and he was super cool about it and super like Italian and like laid back. Mm -hmm. And, um, I would have told if someone came to my house 25, 26 years after I had held a world, I had held a world record for that long. Mm-hmm. And then the whole time they're like, there's not enough evidence. There's not enough evidence. My record gets broken. And now you say there's enough evidence. I would Snow have black. told them to take that plaque, shine it up, shine real, it up real nice <laughs> and stick it up your Rudy poo candy ass. I would have, I would have, I would have put it on the yeah. ground and pissed on it in front of Walter day.
1: <laughs> That's what I would have done. What a, incredible what about a great moment go. in twin galaxies history mm-hmm. so uh they also showed tim at work and did you notice the size of the thermos he was drinking out of yes and it was
0: a, it was from the the famous truck stop come and go k-u-m and go <laughs> and you know that was not water and that the like the amount of how soda many, pop
1: was that 10 gallons how they many had, gallons was that? I think my gas it, tank for my tractor is not that big. It's two gallons. I'm guessing, I think it's two gallons. It's too many gallons, whatever it is. And I he had like is, a straw sticking out of it. He yeah, had it on guess, his desk. Yeah, it was I was enormous. You know. uh, so here's what's interesting, too. So uh, in the end credit scene of this movie, they pop up a couple of guys. So this there's a kid named Elijah Hader yeah. who in June of 2012 scored $1 billion. 42 million points mm-hmm. then cut to uh in november of 2012 rick carter played for 53 hours and had a score of 1 billion so you would think that that would bump tim mcveigh to three uh, what like Dwayne Richard to four and Rico to five or whatever? Because because Dwayne Richard actually does have a score of like eight hundred. I think eight hundred and thirty three million. It's like top five or top. He's six, on right? the leaderboard. He's on the board, no, yeah. Not for not for the one that he did at home and had the record, but Dwayne <gasps> Richard is in the top five. But if you go to the Twin Galaxies website right now, it doesn't recognize Rick Carter or Elijah Hater, even though the movie says both of them have higher scores than tim mcveigh i don't really get it i also the twin galaxies website is like dorkpodcast.blogspot.com right. type of quality like right. it's not a great website it's
0: basic it's basic yeah. html stuff like yeah. there's no no bells and whistles there no it's just, no no no, yeah. no not at all um so i looked it up the come and go large soda right <laughs> it's not as big as i thought it was it's 50 58 ounces or 52 ounces
1: oh that seems really light to me
0: but but it's a dollar. And if you go and you can refill it for a dollar. Like you like you buy like the, the thing and then you, ref- good deal. you can it, fill I mean, it for a dollar.
1: If nothing else, that's a great deal. That's a steal. I that's mean, a, you can drink a steal, 52 yeah. ounces of ice cold ginger ale. You know, I would do it. I know you would. You'd get the refill too. <laughs> that's it. That's so much though. And so that's at the come and go. Come and go, yeah. Come on. That can't be real. That's real.
0: Look at the and when he drinks it, it's on the thing. Dude, the come and go. It's a West Des Moines,
1: Iowa-based come and go. So right. it's basically Iowa's that, Wawa. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. uh, so, what do you think the deal is with the with the record? Like, who do you think has the record? And like, why is it not Rick Carter? It seems like it should be Rick Carter. Well, Rick, I think he got like a.
0: Did he get like a billion four? And that Tim no. Vay score. Oh, he did. He what was his final score?
1: His uh, his final score was uh, one billion. Two hundred and thirty-one million. Yeah, played, I mean that should be it. Fifty-three hours. That should be it, right? And it's weird because Rick Carter's name is on the Twin galaxy site, but it's not. It's for like some other offshoot of Nibbler. It's not the Nibbler arcade game. It's confusing. I, I went to look yeah. it up to see like who they recognize on there, and it was, it's still weird. And I, know, I was looking at McVay it right the Camp.
0: Yeah, McVeigh also holds the record for Nibbler for most points
1: with five guys max, which is like oh, over a million like points. Another yeah. Uh, So he's definitely good at the game, but then part of it is just wanting to do it. So that weeds out so many people. Yeah. Like how many people do you think actually have tried to get a perfect score in Pac-Man versus have actually tried to play Nibbler for 40 hours? There's like, like they said, it's a handful of people. Like there's not, there's nobody would ever do
0: that. And by the way, I forgot to bring this up. Did you not think that the guy who was the technician who looked at Dwayne Richards board, you know that I'm talking about the guy with like, he had like the, the he white looked hair like
1: the get... bad guy from Troll Two.
0: Hey, that's I mean. he looked like. One yeah. of the
1: trolls from Troll Two. He 100%. looks exactly
0: like one of them. He did. <laughs> he,
1: he looks like a troll 100... from Troll Two. He one hundred percent did. How did you know I was going to say that? Because that's what I saw. As soon as I saw the guy, I was like, "Holy shit!" He looks. He looks like a bad.
0: Yeah. Like, it looks that like guy. Hoggle. Or that and like Hoggle from Labyrinth.
1: Yeah. Crazy loves fixing arcade games, though.
0: Like he got him in like this little room, and he's like, you know. How about like they, what's <laughs> Tim McVeigh's office? They just put him in like a little fucking, like, cubicle and like shut the door. It's like, just, like a dog cage.
1: Yeah. And he's like, it's yeah, like, I just come in here and I just do this or whatever. It's my my like... crate. I got my blanket over here and I got my bone. You know, we're fine. He's like, mm. he even admits that he's like, nah, my life's, you know, nothing special. Kind of boring. I know, but like he talks it. about all these responsibilities he has. Yeah. I don't like know you that. sit
0: in that thing and like you just, I don't know.
1: Like, I don't know what you do. I don't know what you do. Play yeah. Nibbler, guitar hero. Fuck. I do kind of want to play Nibbler like once after watching yeah, this. I think you'll get sick
0: of it after like 15 minutes. I'm guarantee you. Like you'll be like, this is stupid. Or do you think I could be the champ? You don't you you do not have the attention span for 40 <laughs> I like couldn't
1: I no. I couldn't play for 40 minutes. You don't like doing this more I, than an hour and a half. Like I how are you gonna do <laughs> I honestly couldn't do it for 40 minutes? No. I'd get bored of it. And if I'm not good right away, I'd quit. It's and no, it, if you're not good right away, it's stupid. And it is I don't want to play it anymore. And why would anybody play it? <laughs> it's stupid. And I hate it. Anything else from this? Cause it, I, I love it. And like, you got to watch it. Even if, even if you didn't watch it and you listen to this, the spoiler portion of it, it's still like, you got to see it to believe it with some of the stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, um, it's super
0: good. If you guys are like in, into these, if you like King of Kong, you'll definitely like this. We, and, we at the end of the movie, you know, yeah. Tim gets in his race car, he's he's done with Nibbler, he's gonna start racing cars, and he just has to shove himself into that race car. How many and sticks
1: it, of butter do they use?
0: Oh, just they had to spray the helmet with ham <laughs> just to get it on him, like
1: he's just like putting the helmet on, and, and then like then they got a five foot shoehorn, and they just, like, Oh, just, just like yeah. lip him in, and you're like, <laughs> I uh, I didn't need that part, and there was another part I'm trying to think of that, like. Again, it's only ninety minutes, but yeah. it probably could have been eighty minutes. Oh yeah. but like that's a, I mean it's a nitpick, but like yeah, it was a uh, crazy story. But it is funny because I remember when you first recommended it to me, and Billy Mitchell was this great, 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 great villain from mm-hmm. King of Kong. And then in this, he's actually like encouraging yeah. Timmy. He's like, he's, you know, go go ahead, Timmy. Oh, by the yeah. way, Timmy won the nibbler machine, and then he ends up selling it. He's like, ah, oh, he had this huge cabinet and I was sick of Nibbler. So he sold it to the rival arcade down the street for fifty dollars worth of tokens. And the one guy, actually that that producer guy, he was yeah. in King of Kong too. And he's talking about he's like, that's just like, <laughs> like- for junk, crack it's like, basically like junkie money it's like <laughs> drug
0: money like junkie money like yeah pretty funny uh, oh it's pretty funny and like you said it's weird to see billy mitchell be like so helpful
1: and like so that's what like, it was kind yeah. and, like, and you know he was, so. he's he still got the crazy hair the stupid <clears throat> yeah. fucking ties his he's black like, shirt with like a tie that doesn't match like, crazy Probably wearing black jeans what is he up to now doesn't he jump on twitch every once in a while and he play? does so yeah. he actually
0: st- he for the anniversary he actually tried to set the donkey kong world record again and i think he did it
1: because you remember all the shit that was going on like last year, like they yanked the Donkey Kong record from right. him and then they gave it back to him. Like it was all kinds of shit going yeah, on. Yeah,
0: and I think he, he was playing live in front of people right. on Twitch. And so I was uh I did actually see him get a kill screen. Oh, wow. okay. Yeah, so it was it was actually pretty No, he did it uh with Pac Man. He got a I got a saw Pac-Man kill screen. No shit. Which was that uh, actually pretty sweet on Twitch. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Uh let's get on to the old pick of the pod, shall we? Sure. I? Mm-hmm. Pick of the bomb pick of the bomb. pick of the bomb. pick of the bomb. All right, Ryan, would you like to kick, receive, defer, or defend a goal? I will receive okay. this week, as I have two. Um,
0: the first one, um, for you people who are like Neil Gaiman, who like the character Sandman, if you have Audible, if you have Amazon Prime and you have Audible, check out the new, it's a novelization, but it has like James McAvoy is death, like it has all these like A-list stars doing the voices i just started listening to it i haven't finished yet it's excellent um if you oh, if you like that story so definitely check that out it's an audiobook what's it called um again? sandman
1: oh oh it's the Sandman. right yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay cool so it's
0: just like a novelization like a take on it and it. um oh yeah i'll check that out and uh the other thing too uh it just came on netflix it's been around for a while i watched four or five episodes right in a row uh cobra kai is on netflix right now i have it. it's it good him. okay it's really good like i'm it. i'm sh- it's shockingly good
1: all right mm-hmm. uh i have a couple things as well first i mentioned him in the podcast but look on youtube for yeah. the dwayne richard specials where he's just ripping billy mitchell uh it's probably been taken down and then reposted so i don't know what it is but it's the perfect it's a different name the perfect fraud man and the king of con and then also, Davey, this is within the hashtag dork shared gooniverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure people are already subscribed to the Change My Mind podcast of Nick Fryer and Wesley Sykes. But what Fryer's also doing with our guy, Dr. Joe Backcracker, they are doing a comic centric podcast, mm-hmm. which is sort of with us. Davey and I admit uh, we haven't gotten the single issue comics in such a long time. Like we we sort of wait and get like the the trades and things like that so we still read them but not as frequently so if you are into that they have the uh the too long didn't read or the tl uh dr, DR. yep a portion of it so they they do it on dr joe's twitch stream and then they also post it to the change my mind pod but so every week they break down all these new books that they're reading so if you're looking for stuff because there's a million goddamn comic books right so they break down the stuff that uh, they are reading right now and recommending you stuff. So if you're looking for that element, because we do so much movie, TV, video games, if mm-hmm. you're looking for that comic element, uh, check those guys out. They do a great job.
0: And I'm going to start getting, but once my library opens again, that's when I start reading. A I lot know more comics is when I go to the library, but and I'll, if you, do, if you, I'll, I'll, I'll
1: wait like uh, several months. I'll wait. I won't mm-hmm. read a thing. And then I'll just like stock up on like five, six yeah. trades that I missed or you know, sometimes more and then just pour through them. All. Well, listen to them. Talk
0: about the three jokers that just came out. That sounds really good. Oh, so I can't gonna, wait for that. I'm going to check that out. I can't um, wait. Yeah.
1: So that's another pick of the pod for you right there. But okay. uh th-
0: another plug for the library. Go to your local library.
1: Go they to your library. Mouth. Yeah. What are you doing. Yeah. Uh Next week, Ryan, uh, the boys season two. I didn't mention this uh in this week in dork, but th- coming out on mm-hmm. Friday on Amazon prime is the first three episodes Of season two of the boys so what we're going to do is this or next week so next monday we will do our standalone episode just reacting to those three episodes then they're going to release the show weekly so we'll wait till the end of the season i think it's Mm -hmm. once again only eight episodes so in another five weeks or whatever we will recap uh all of season two so we'll do two different episodes this year on season two of the boys which is one of the best tv shows in the game do some predictions. Do some character breakdowns uh, of
0: the first three episodes. Can't wait! I'm so the whole, excited. The whole So excited for the boys.
1: It. Speaking of comics, I might go back and reread that. I never made it through it. There's, I think, twelve volumes, and I've read like se- seven. Uh, I, I got to go there's, back. There's one. Someone, Garth Ennis, volume two is now
0: free somewhere. Oh.
1: If uh-huh. you were looking for it, it was on yeah. Twitter. It's
0: like Garth like Ennis like gave it away for free, Cosmicology so. or something. Maybe? Comicology, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. check that out.
1: You can rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and just about everywhere else. Podcasts are available. You can uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dork Podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash Dork Podcast, where we uh, stream live every Monday night. Davey's on Twitch Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, baby. Twitch.tv/slash D. And uh, we're also part of the hashtag Dork Shared Gooniverse. Check us out on Facebook. Just type that into the search. Follow along there. It is us, Mac and Goo, the Pop Culture pile driver, Change My Mind podcast, uh, Davey's Twitch stream, Dr. Joe's Twitch stream, and our guy Shyme Time's Twitch stream. So we are very busy. There's something for everybody on there. Uh, lastly, Ryan, what do they uh, say about wombats? You know, they get them square buttholes.